Hello and welcome to M&M Uncorked, an unofficial but well-intentioned podcast for the Corkscrew Shores community. I'm Dan Mountney and with me is Frank Materko. This week on Uncorked, the Corkies, our first annual tribute to some of the people who make Corkscrew Shores a very special place. That plus community news and events, the Christmas forecast, and Frank's Corner. All that and more on this week's M&M Uncorked, the holiday edition. Hey Frank, how we doing? Doing great. You see what the special, I call Yuletide uh, podcast we're doing. I wore red for you to indicate that I'm in my Christmas spirit. <laughs> I didn't bring you any presents, Dan, because, well, I didn't bring you any presents. I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting anything, Frank, because Christmas is still a couple weeks out, so you have time to solve this, okay? Absolutely. I'm trying to hire somebody. I have a couple people in mind to actually pick me up at my home and escort me around, drop me off, let me buy the gift back to the car, and then drop me back home again. Try to minimize the effort I put into this. Yeah, and I ordered your present online about three months ago because I plan ahead and it's inside the garage. It's wrapped up, it's beautiful. So I don't want you to feel bad because you didn't get me anything yet. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a load off my mind. There you go. Right. Hey, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. New Year's Eve is coming. Uh, you getting pumped? You getting in the spirit a little bit? Absolutely, yes. I went and put a couple of lights out the other night because I know the last time we talked about this, I was dead set against putting any lights out. A, put them out. B, you gotta take them down. And that just doesn't work in my uh, mode of operandi. But I did put a couple of lights out. If you went by my home, I will not give out my address because I'm buying for first place in the Corkscrew Shores uh, Christmas lighting decorations, uh, which <laughs> I just announced myself. And I don't want anybody to come in and try to take that prize away from me. So I, I'm okay. give it a, but I do have a couple of lights out, yeah. All right, good. I'm glad you're getting into it. Um, how about being south in Florida, experiencing the holiday season? Is that strange or are you used to it now? Pretty well used to it. I uh, actually moved south to Georgia in the year 2000, so I've been down here for well over 20 years now, and I'm actually getting a little hardline about it, but uh, I mean, it's like anything else. When you're retired, every day is Christmas Day, Thanksgiving Day, Easter Day. <laughs> it just rolls together, doesn't I mean, it? I've got rabbits, I've got Santa Claus, I've got turkeys, all in my house at one time. I just don't know what day it is until I ask them. Stay away from there. Yeah. Uh, hey, we promised folks that we we're going to do a, a, a forecast, the Christmas forecast. So what are you, what are you seeing? We're a little, little ways out yet. Well, I got my latest edition of the Farmer's Almanac. It's 1923. It hasn't been updated since then, but they say it's always accurate. And a forecast for Florida for the next two weeks is, you ready for this? Grab on, drum roll, no drum roll, the drop, it's absolutely going to be in the low to mid 80s, sunny, possible chance of precipitation, not snow, but rain. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to the banquet. That sounds like the same forecast for the next two weeks every single day. I don't think you're going out on a limb here, Frank. I've never been wrong yet, Dan. I, farmers <laughs> oh, really? Al farmers <laughs> Almanac is spot on, I'm telling right. you. Hey, why don't we uh, transition over to uh, Frank's Corner. You got something for us this week. Again, I went through a long, lengthy list, be one and the same in this case, uh, to find out what topic people would most be interested in. Don't care about the people, it's what I'm interested in, that's why it's my corner and not theirs. <laughs> Bottom line is, I can tell you that the number one issue I have lately is Lee County Sheriff Patrol cars. 
How many times are you driving down the road, wherever, and you see a Lee County Sheriff Patrol car either parked in the middle of the median, parked on the side of the road, yeah. and you drive by and the windows are all tinted, so you assume there's an individual in there, but you can't see them. Mm, I don't think so. There's nobody in the car. So my peeve is, why do they take the time to put these cars out here? The minute you drive by at 90 miles an hour and they don't give you a ticket, <laughs> I guarantee the next time you see that car, you're going to go 110 and see if you can wake them up. I mean, it seems like a good waste of good mechanical uh, apparatus, manpower, and what have you. No manpower, but wasting all the time putting these cars out there. And then two days later, because by the way, they stay in that same spot for two and three days, just in case you think there's somebody going to jump in the car. But I, I really don't understand the logic behind that. Well, you know that the logic is that they're trying to deter people from speeding. And by having an official presence there, that might scare people off. But your point is, when it's sitting there in the same position every day, it doesn't, it doesn't really do, the, do what it's supposed to. Yeah, here's an idea. On the third day when that car is sitting there, stick a human being in there when that car goes by at <laughs> 90 miles an hour. Write them up. <laughs> and I hope that's you, Frank. <laughs> that would be poetic justice, Here we man. go. Here we go. <laughs> I would never put that on. If they're listening to this podcast now, I could be their next target. I believe that. I really do. All so right. that's my corner for the day. All right. Thank you, Frank. That was awesome. Hey, we have a very special episode. We're doing something today, Frank, that we've never done before. Our first annual Corky Award. Now, you've heard of the Grammys and the Emmys and the Oscars. So we, we thought the Corky, right? That sounds pretty good for Corkscrew Shores. Get it, Frank? Uh, I do, but you told me I had to say stay quiet on this, so I'm going to say what yes. Is, what is that? <laughs> well, what I mean, I was more stunned than anybody when you came up to me and you said, look, Frank, I got this great idea for a Corky's Award. And I said, you mean Corky? He says, no, no Corky. Corky, C-O-R-K-Y. So for the first five minutes you're talking to me about it, I'm thinking, well, what's Corky about Corkscrew Shores? Then I found out you were talking the Corkies. And I think it's an outstanding idea because we do have some really, really great people in here that do an awful lot. You're going to tell us who gets that award mm -hmm. because we had we went out to a large number of uh, focus groups and we oh, yeah. had them cast their ballots. Extensive vetting they, they and nomination process. They knew nothing about Parker Shores. They never heard of it, but that made it all the more uh, valuable and more uh, honest of a, a report. That's what I like about it. Yeah, we, we had a very extensive process that we went through and considered what we had, 647 homes times right. two or three people per household right. and we did our research and um, basically it was me you and Donna sitting around the table and then we picked the winners right pretty pretty much like that uh, for some reason uh, Donna had the largest portion of the vote but then again she knows more people than I do you can, you can no, see she was she was awesome and I really respect her opinion but there are people that we know and have observed and have been really impressed with what they've done uh, in this community so the whole idea is not to puff people up but just to celebrate people who have contributed to the greater good of course Shores and even even the area beyond here a little bit because uh, some people have had an impact throughout Lee County and, and Southwest Florida so um, anything else you want to add before we dive into this I would just caution the listeners to re remember that we don't know everybody and we right. don't know all the great things that some people have done so I mean feel free to let us know because this may not be the hopefully not the only uh, annual Corky's Award, we may come up with another one. So we'd like to hear your input and let us know about some people who are doing some really great and wonderful things for the betterment of the community and the betterment of uh, the people all over. Sounds good. Let's let's uh, jump in. But I want to first uh, read the certificate. And people can't see it because it's radio, but we have these beautiful certificates that Cassie Wright up at the uh, the front desk at the office came up with. They're, they're, they're really impressive. 
And uh, it reads, uh, this certificate is in honor of all you do for Corkscrew Shores and our surrounding community. Your tireless devotion to serving others is an inspiration to the entire community. We commend you for a job well done and express our deepest gratitude for your compassion and hard work. You are a gift to all of us at Corkshire Shores and beyond. Sincerely, Eminem Uncorked. And then did you see the seal on that, Frank? The official seal? I just saw that, yes. And I might add that having received a questionable but accurate college diploma from the University of Toledo, my diploma <laughs> doesn't look anywhere as nice as those quirky <laughs> It looks pretty good, doesn't it? I'm just I'm very impressed with it, yeah. All right, let's dive in. Let's, let's make this happen. All right, our first one. She oversees a team of Corkscrew Shores residents and others that create pillowcases for sick children. The Fort Myers chapter of Ryan's Case for Smiles has so far sewn almost 2,300 cases this year alone. That's one mile, Frank, worth of pillowcases that were shipped off to Golisano's Children's Hospital, the Fort Myers Ronald McDonald House, Hope Hospice for Children, and other worldly, worthy places that help kids. Volunteers buy the fabric, they sew the material with fun, colorful images like action figures and sports heroes. Then they wash them so they're nice and soft before sending them off to Brighton, an otherwise challenging experience for these awesome kids. Eminem Uncorked is proud to present the Corky for Caring for Kids to resident Deb Whipple. How about Deb Whipple? I mean, that is, isn't that one of the coolest things? I learned about this about a year ago, that the, the, she has an army of people up there in the gathering room, and they create these beautiful pillowcases. Yeah, and I've seen it, because I know my wife, and I know so, several other ladies that have been intimately involved in this, and it's a tremendous amount of work, uh, washing, uh, drying, then ironing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, for the ladies to give up uh, time that they could be, uh, like me, doing nothing, okay, because <laughs> I strive for that, and uh, I think it's impressive that uh, she's a, a major organizer in that uh, operation. Yeah. If you look up the definition for the term helpful neighbor, you would likely find this resident's face right next to it. He is known to folks all over our community for dropping just about anything to help a neighbor in need. Chances are it involves some kind of tool and lots of expertise, which is why so many of us rely on him for help. But it's not just how good he is at doing things for others, it's also his huge heart for people that make his neighbors, makes uh, this neighbor a recipient of a 2021 Corky Award. Eminem Uncorked is proud to present the Corky for most helpful neighbor to Ernie Keller. What can you say about Ernie? Frank, I mean, this is a guy who I've known, you've known for a good six years or so. He and Ann, just lovely people. And um, he has been so helpful and has such a serving spirit for dropping anything to help people when they need something around the house or anything. Absolutely. Yeah, I, there's at least a dozen or more people I personally know that he's, uh, they've asked for his advice on something. He'll go in there, and he does it. He just knocks on the door and he says, I'm here with my tools. And they usually say, well, no, no, I just want to know what well, should I see by doing this or that. He says, I'm the guy, and he takes care of it. Yeah, no, it, it, he just does this all the time. We had some chairs, the new chairs around the fire pit were all loose because the delivery people didn't put them together right. And I mentioned it to Ernie, and I'm telling you, 10 minutes later, he was back there with his tools, fixed every one of them, and, and they're perfect. And just, you know, nope, doesn't need anything. <laughs> just, just a little, hey, thanks. 
Thanks, Ernie, for all you do, and that's why we're trying to do these awards because um, he does. He's entitled to some recognition as these other nominees are as well. So let's do another one. Sound uh, good? Absolutely. She is an organizer extraordinaire, someone who just loves dreaming up special events in Corkshire Shores, then assembles a team of other capable volunteers, promotes the event with her unique style of graphics and clever branding, and then executes it with the kind of precision that might make the planners of D-Day blush. She's one of the many gifts to our community who loves people and brings so much joy to this place. We are delighted to present the Corky for Making Fun Happen, to Marge De Benedetto. <laughs> Marge is remarkable. She has done so many things that people don't know because she's, again, she's one of these unsung heroes. But any event up there, she's involved in organizing it. She's behind the scenes, uh, like the welcome back party. She's decorating. She's getting other volunteers to fix the place or sign in people when they get there. And uh, just a sweetheart, larger than life personality. And, uh, again, what a what a blessing she's been to us. Yeah, I, I first ran across Marge early on when uh, I was trying to set up a, a poker game we were playing in the so-called conference room at the Amenity Center. It was really cramped and really hard to play in there, effectively with a long uh, rectangular table. And unbeknownst to me, I happened to say that uh, in front of Marge one day, and she says, no problem. I said, what do you mean? She says, I'll take care of that. I said, okay. She bought poker tables, and they were kind of the short ones that fit over the tables in the Amenity Center proper. And they, they were okay, but they didn't work quite that well because you only sit four or five guys around on those little tables and we had seven or eight people. I mean, it was to me. Mark says, can I buy some bigger poker tables somewhere? I said, mm -hmm. yeah. She went on Amazon. She bought two sets of the Texas Hold'em poker, the uh, oblong-shaped tables, mm -hmm. yep. perfect. Yep. And she kept wanting to pay for them out of her own pocket. I said, no, turn it in to the uh, to Bob in the, the treasurer's yeah. office. And I hope she did. I don't know. But that's the kind of lady she is. If there's something she can do to make it better, she just jumps in and does it and goes off uh, lickety-split. And as you probably know, she lost her beloved husband, Don, uh, a few weeks ago. Right. And, right. Um, and, you know, as terrible a loss as that is, one week later, she was back up there signing people in for another event and just doing what Marge does best, just bringing people together. And uh, so she has a huge heart in addition to all these other gifts she has. So, again, very grateful uh, for Marge to Benedetto. All right, one more, or a couple more, actually. If you were handing out prizes for the biggest heart in Corkscrew Shores, this honoree would need a U-Haul to take them all home. She helps lead our Neighbors Helping Neighbors group, which lends a hand to people who are experiencing a difficult time. She is so quick to write a note, send a basket of flowers, or knock on a door just to let people know they are loved and cared about. She is thoughtful to a T and does it all with kindness, grace, and humility. This year's Corky for Empathy goes to resident Jan Williams. <laughs> Frank, I know you know Jan well, and uh, can you think of a sweeter person in our community? Mm, nope, absolutely cannot. Uh, she's unbelievable, and a simple example is uh, my wife and I, uh, last December, uh, we're celebrating our 60th anniversary, being married. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Dad is married today for 60 years. <laughs> Amazing. And the woman is already on her way to heaven as a saint. Absolutely. Nonetheless, so we had a little get-together. It was an informal one, and uh, several of the neighbors put that together. I mean, we didn't know what was going on. We came up there, and there I look around behind the, the outside of the captain's club, and there was this 60 with a bunch of beautiful little things laying around there, uh, you know, saying all that. 
And I just turned to that. I said, well, who put all this out? You know, I'm not 60 years old, am I? I'm going down. And I looked at says, no, not even there. She says, no, that was Jan over here. Jan, so I didn't even know Jan. But I didn't know her that well. But yet she'd heard about that, 60, how many people get to 60? I know one that did. Other than that, I'm not sure. But so, I mean, she did all that on her own thing and without even asking anybody. I'm very impressed. We're going to hear more from Jan in, in a little bit. Uh, we have her sequestered right now, so she can't hear any of this. But um, I want to hear more about this Neighbors Helping Neighbors because she's really involved in that and has done such a stellar job with it as well. So let's, let's do another one. This next award goes to a whole team of people. They are some of the hardest working, dedicated, unsung heroes of Corkscrew Shores. They are such selfless, caring people, each bringing tremendous knowledge and experience to their positions. They make often difficult decisions, put in countless hours, put up with a fair amount of aggravation, sharing their time and talents with our entire community for an annual salary of exactly nothing. We are so grateful to these folks as this Corky for community service goes to our Corkscrew Shores Board of Directors, Julie Ortiz-Lee, Tom Dietz, Diane Ellis, Bob Stiles, and Dean Mags. <laughs> I, we are so blessed, so fortunate to have this particular group of Board of Directors that we have. You talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, nobody has any idea how many hours they put in, how many emails, how many meetings they do, how much research, looking at contracts, uh, dealing with management. It's a lot of stuff they have to do. Yeah, you're in an untenable position, I believe, because you're trying to satisfy everyone, which is totally impossible. And uh, normally uh, what happens, you're going to probably upset 10% or so of the population for whatever reason. The other 90%, they're going to be very content to be happy. Another, maybe a small percent of those will even tell the board that they're very pleased with what's been going on. But it's a tough job. And uh, I would say of all the groups we're, and individuals we're involved with, that group has the most difficult job of anybody. And I'm going back to my long tenure at Ford Motor Company <laughs> when uh, I'm telling you, a board, this board operates a lot more effectively than most companies I've been involved with. So kudos to them. They're the best. We're so grateful for them. Okay, our last honoree. You ready for this one, Frank? Go. Our last honoree is a stickler for precision and getting things done. He loves to help others by making our community a consistently beautiful place. He does this by serving on our architectural review committee, overseeing hundreds of ARC requests each year with diligence, fairness, and heart. He also serves as technical director and vice president in charge of pretty decent production for M&M Uncorked, who also gets a salary of exactly nothing. Our last but not least, Corky, for keeping Corkscrew Shores so beautiful and our podcast somewhat tolerable goes to our own Jim Badris. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jim. You're our first in-person honoree, so we're going to give you your certificate. Here you go. Look at that. Wow. Thank no, you. Jim's not really mic'd up. but For, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> nice award. I'm a friend. Yeah, you should. I hope really you cool. do. I'm going to turn this mic around. So, Jim, how long have you been uh, working on this, this art committee stuff, and, and do you enjoy it? Um, it's been about two years now, and we're having a good time. There's a bunch of us, not just me, so you've right. got to give everybody credit. Um, you know, we're, we're a group. We're tight-knit. Um, it's been fun. It's been challenging. Um, everybody's got something to say. And uh, most people uh, have been, you know, very um, congenial and uh, work with us. And, uh, 
it's been it's been a fun experience. The thing I've noticed most is uh, just your sense of fairness with you and, and the other team members. You really want the best result for the homeowner. You want to uh, accommodate them as much as possible, but still maintain the standards of the community and the bylaws, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's important to us that people get to express themselves the way they like, as long as it's a, within reason. And, uh, you know, we try to do that because we understand, too, that if people invest in their houses, they're investing in the community, and we're, we all benefit from that. Who are the other members on your uh, committee, Jim? Um, well, our chairperson is uh, Greg Fittendorf. Um, he's a really wonderful guy, really into it, um, very fair, not afraid to talk to people. We'll walk up to him and, you know, have hard conversations if need be. Um, and then you have Aubrey Conrad, who's... Uh, He's our, our plant guy. I mean, he knows everything about plants. If we have to have something, um, you know, discussed about plant sizes, where they're located, we talk to Aubrey. And then Greg Swift is uh, on our team also. And Greg seems to be the paint guy. He's got everything under control in terms of what colors things can be painted or not. So we all have our roles. Well, it's, it's a very tedious and sometimes thankless job. But, um, kudos to you, Jim, and the whole committee. And um, I mean, you can share this award with the, the other team members because I know you guys put tons of work into this. And uh, plus what you do for our broadcast. Um, we're, we're really grateful. This doesn't happen without you. So for Frank and, and I, we're, we're sincerely grateful to you. So well, thank, thank you. you guys. All thank right, you very right. much. It's appreciated. All right. Well, now in a minute, we're going to bring in uh, two other award winners. Uh, but here's the deal. They, like Jim, have no idea that they're getting a Corky. Uh, we use the pretense of asking them to come in to talk about some of the upcoming events they're doing and explain a little bit about you know, what their, their uh, issue is that they're working on. Uh, they are extremely humble folks, so I'm guessing they might be a little embarrassed by this, but who cares? We just wanted to celebrate them and uh, all that they do. So here goes. Okay, we are now joined by Deb Whipple and Jan Williams. Uh, thank you for being with us, both you guys. We're grateful to have you here. Uh, Deb, we already mentioned uh, that you lead the Fort Myers chapter of Ryan's Case for Smiles. That's the Pillowcase Volunteers uh, who put smiles on the faces of so many ailing children all over Southwest Florida. And Jan Williams helps lead our Neighbors Helping Neighbors team here in Corkscrew Shores. Uh, she's kind of like the Red Cross when something bad happens and she hears about it, she's on the scene providing a kind note or gift or phone call uh, to let people know that they are cared for uh, by this community. So welcome both. Uh, Deb, let's, let's start with you. Um, now I'm looking at some of these, you brought in some samples. I wish we could show people them, but there's one that has all kinds of little animals on it and uh, one with sports uh, paraphernalia of, of footballs and basketballs and spaceships and they're so colorful, just every color you can imagine. What do you think this means to a kid in a hospital? Uh, instead of getting a plain old regulation white pillowcase, you get something fun and colorful like this. Well, that's how Cindy Kerr uh, started. Uh, uh, Ryan, her son, was um, in, in 2002, he was diagnosed with, with cancer. And so Ryan spent uh, four or five years in and out of the hospital chemo surgeries and what Cindy would do to brighten up the hospital room is she would make these pillowcases for him. And then other patients and parents would see these pillowcases and say, hey, would you make one for our children? And that's how Cindy got involved. And then uh, in 2007 is when Cindy uh, founded the nonprofit of Ryan's Case for Smiles. 
And so that's that's what that's what we we do. We we, and we have wonderful women who volunteer their time. They buy, they buy product. They they give money to us to buy material. And then we have ladies that will cut, will sew, and then um, I pick them up and deliver them to uh, the places I mentioned. It's just the best. So you have this event on February eighteenth. Do you need people to help? Oh yes. Um, uh, we just got approval from Joni. And um, what we're going to do is put a flyer together. Joni is going to send it to the, all the women in Corkscrew Shores. And um, we're going to supply lunch for these lovely ladies that come out and help. Even if they don't sew, there's all kinds of things they can do. They can pull pillowcases. They can, I can supply them with laundry to take the pillowcases that have been sewn home to wash them. And then bring them back and iron and package. And, um, there's there's plenty to do. So how do they get hold of you? Um, I'm going to have my email in the um, in the flyer okay. and my phone number, right, so great. they can uh, reach out to me that way. So look for that wonderful, wonderful work you guys do. Thank you. Oh. And Jan, um, let's talk about neighbors helping neighbors. This has been up and running for about a couple of years now. What are some of the the kinds of things that uh, this group has been able to do? Well, as we find a need, we really just want to connect the people, the great neighborhood generous people that we have here with people that have needs. So let's say you have an illness and you want somebody to take you to the doctor's appointment or you have, you want a couple of meals made for your family because you're just not up to um, cooking that night. So we just want to be available and we also want to connect the people, the givers with the needs at the time. So. And we did last year with the McMillan family. A lot of people pitched in for them, right? Oh, when the when the father lost his life. Glorious, yeah. We had a we delivered a tree and a bunch of presents to their front door. Rang the doorbell and were gone. So it was all a surprise for them. And their reaction, their gratitude, just to send some joy. So I think that's really just like what Deb's doing. It's it's not something big, but just to let somebody know that you're there and you care and that they're not alone as they're going through a life transition. And you and I have talked about this time of year especially, when people are going through difficult things, it's even harder during the holidays. So um, how do we find out people who, who could use some help? Right. We don't have, we would like people to contact us when they know of something, because it's really hard to ask for help. But we have, a, we have 70 people in our list that are just waiting to be of service. So we want to connect them. So I'm just saying don't hesitate to reach out. And please, if you know somebody else in your neighborhood that's going through a difficult time, to, to let us know. And you know, if, if you know of a need, we're here. We've well, got a lot of people available. You probably run into situations where people want to ask for help, but they're a little embarrassed or whatever. How do, you, how do you kind of pull that out of them? Because, I mean, what you folks, you said 70 people. I did not know your group was that big. Because uh, I was going to say, hey, I don't want to join your group. I should be involved with that. But you have so many people that they're probably not having a lot to do. People aren't Correct. really coming forward. How do you, how can you reach out? I don't know. Well, it depends on what the need is. But I will give you for an example. I had my brother living with me. He had cancer, and he was on a feeding TPN machine. And 9.30 at night, I was trying to... Um, inject this into his I thought I was I couldn't get the syringe to go and it was stopped and I'm, I'm about crying because I'm like he needs this food <laughs> and I can't get in there and I'm afraid I'm gonna send mm -hmm. calcium and I'm gonna put something in his vein that's gonna cause a heart attack or a blood you know 
brain stroke or something. So I called Maria Finelli, who's a nurse. We have a mm -hmm. lot of nurses in this neighborhood. And she came over just to help me flush it and get it through. And just to have somebody there, it was comforting to me to be able to, you know, she helped me help him. And I was forever grateful to her. Mm -hmm. It just okay. gave me confidence. Well, both of these things are just tremendous efforts, initiatives in our community. And, um, and you guys are typical of so many people in our community who are serving others. And Frank and I decided this year we want to do something a little bit different to kind of celebrate and honor people. So we, we kind of cooked up this idea of the Corky Awards. And um, you are our first, along with Jim Badris, we got to him earlier, you are our first uh, Corky Award winners and you get an official certificate. Oh there you go, Deb, that's yours. And, and just a small token to, to honor you and the good work that you're doing and also to inspire other people in the community. To uh, We want this to be a place where people serve their neighbors, love their neighbors, and um, and you guys are just excellent examples of that, don't you think, Frank? Yes, and absolutely. Treat that paper that that's printed on very carefully. That is out of an Egyptian papyrus that we found <laughs> in a tomb. So it's a very, very delicate, sensitive, but very, uh, what's the word, expensive uh, piece of paper. But you girls, you girls deserve the best. Right, thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. you. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, so glad you could join us for our first annual Corky Award Ceremony. Uh, I'm glad we did it and hopefully we'll do it again. Um, and we're always looking for nominees for next year's Corkies. So please let us know if you know somebody who would uh, be a good candidate for this kind of uh, honor. Um, we bet it would be a long list because there's so many people who deserve some recognition and thanks in Corkshire Shores. In the meantime, let's celebrate this season of peace and joy by doing good things for each other and inspiring others uh, to do the same. So for Frank, Jim, and myself, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll see you next time on Eminem Uncorked.